Good evening, Heat Nation. You already know who it is. It is the host with the most, Joe Stro, and you are now listening to the number one podcast and heartbeat of Heat Nation. How are you living? This is the hoop ball coverage of the Miami Heat, and wow, just wow. If you listen to my podcast, I did not fail you. The Heat did win, so due to that, I think I deserve a follow. So go ahead to that Twitter, follow J-O-S-T-R-O-1-7. That's right, Jostro17, as well as that Hootball Heat. That's all in one word, Hootball Heat, because we come up with that flame. Not only do we cover with Miami, but we come with the Heat. Denver Nuggets won Game 7, and oh wait, I told you that would happen. Uh, that's all going to be here, covered here on this podcast. And since I'm giving you all this great information, you know what you should do. Put it to some use. With that being said, you need to go ahead and make all your sports bets at mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag. Once you're there, go ahead and use the coupon code HOOPBALL. When you sign up, that first deposit, oh, my bookie's going to match it 100%. That's right. Easy payouts, great customer service. What more can you ask for? Go ahead to my bookie. All sports information, sports betting information could be found there. And as for this podcast, well, here we go. Today was actually a high of 76. And with that being said... This is the time of the year that men tend to grow their hair out. Not just their beard, but their chest hair. And, well, you get the point. Man, head on over to manscaped.com. We got a nice deal for you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the code HOOPBALL20. That's HOOPBALL, one word, as well as the numbers 2-0. The new Lawn Mower 3.0, which is waterproof technology, pinch-free blades, and a built-in LED to see what you're trimming, as well as a 90-minute lifespan is is all you will need for this winter to keep you looking sharp. So head on over manscaped.com to get your 20% and free shipping. Hoop-ball.com. Head over there for all information and hoop ball coverage on all teams and all things dealing with the hoop world. Wow, Miami. I, I, am I surprised? Not so much. 114-117. I understand it's a tight game, but you guys, I'm going to show you how they are built for things like this. You know, we'll get to this. We'll, we'll, we, it's going to be all nice and pretty. I'm going to display it real nice for you. Why I believe Miami is going to make it to the championship. Um, Boston played a great game. Um but I had this feeling that Miami was in control. Even when they were down, I just felt like they were in control. And when I scrolled over to the box score, and you know there's the saying of the box score tells a story of its own or a story of the game. Can you guess what I seen? It was a trend that was also oh uh, genius, if you will. And when I observed that box score, I seen something. Miami was outscored in the first by 12 and also by, excuse me, by 9 in the first and, excuse me, 12 in the first, 9 in the third. And I seen that Miami outscored the Celtics by 12 in the second and 12 in the fourth and they outscored them by 3 in OT. 
Miami is now nine and two in overtime games, which is the the best record in the league. If you would head over to my Twitter and that's Jostro seventeen J O S T R O seventeen. I said Tatum saves, you know, a little for the third, a little for the fourth, but primarily he's aggressive in the first. I'm not the only one that observed that. I, I put it like this, you know, my daughter, I told her the other day, you know, she was getting in trouble with her brother. Her brother was making her laugh and do stuff. And it was a time where they needed to be quiet and and go to sleep. And I said, Faith, you don't need to participate with him. You don't need to laugh. Don't let him get you in trouble. Sit back and watch him get himself in trouble. And what I think the Heat realized is it's not a race. It's a marathon. And one thing that I continued to harp on throughout the entire game is that Jason Tatum has yet to learn how to tempo his game. You see, I kind of understand what Miami is doing and it's, Don't bother being physical. Let them tire themselves out. And it's not that they are tired. It it, it is that they are tired. They are tired for the most part. But one person's tired. Jason Tatum is tired. And that's my issue right now. Remember when I said Jason Tatum would have cast issues? Okay? You can't. Bank on Jason Tatum to hit every step back. Okay? There's no way that Marcus Smart is going to come out and hit five three-pointers and a half. That's not going to happen. When you pay Kimba what you do, when you pay Jalen Brown what you do, first, Jalen Brown should not be shooting only 14 shots. That's not, that's not, that does, that's not logical. That don't, that doesn't make sense. He's a shooter. He should be shooting the ball. As far as it goes as Kimba, Kimba is one for nine. He finished one for nine for the three. And there was a point in time he was two for nine in the game. Two for nine. And this is the guy that you wanted over Kyrie. When you pay what you do for these players, you have to demand the best from your players. That play at the end of the game was significant, not because it was a good defensive play, but it because it, it showed you who wanted it more. It showed you who wanted it more. Secondly, I said a depth would be a big part of the series. And <laughs> when Hero comes off the bench for 40 minutes and didn't waste a drop either, he dropped 12 points, 9 dimes, and 11 rebounds. It's like I told you. They have a better cast. They have a better team. They have a complete team. They have pieces that can make plays and play defense. I mean, Crowder came out and had a crucial critical 22. They needed the 22. And the Heat, that that just shows you how much of a complete team that they are. I said they may have to get another superstar to to so-called have a, a walk to the chip. But they have two. When you see Kimba and Tatum, 
I see a superstar in Tatum and possibly maybe a, a, a stud. Not a star, but a stud in Kimba. When you see Bam and you see Jimmy and you have a guy his size handling the rock the way he does. You know, Eric Spolster came out and said himself, Jimmy and him are primarily the point guards. You have superstardom. You have superstardom. Not only are they a better team, but they're going to get outcoached by Spolstra simply because Spolstra is going to make them work themselves. And I want to shift to this real quickly, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But Jimmy Butler made third team. That was a mistake. And I'll tell you why. So I'm going to I'm going to pivot to this quickly. There was a quote said by Jimmy Butler, and it was, I don't have to score 40 points. I'm here to help this team win. So what I want to do right now is actually just take a small moment, a small, a small sliver of time and pay homage to Jimmy Butler. And you, let me add a little bit of perspective to that. I'm getting a little turned up now because, well, this is one thing that I said the Lakers will regret. Ladies and gentlemen, when you think about Jimmy Butler, the first thing that comes into your mind is possibly that he's wild, he's crazy, bad locker room guy. But in all reality, he's just wanted to win. And if you look at the franchises that he's left, Chicago just fired their head coach and in a dismal Minnesota just added D'Lo, still don't have a sense of direction of where they're going to go. He just wanted to win. And now he got with a winning franchise, and I went into that last time. But can you imagine being Jimmy Butler and watching that ball bounce against Toronto? Being so close to the realm that you worked so hard to get to and falling short. Now, I'm not saying that it was going to be a cakewalk, but if you look at it, MB, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, versus a banged-up Warriors, I like his chances. So I would like to take this moment to say and declare, because I've said this before and people thought I was crazy, that he is the best shooting guard in the league. Not James Harden, not Klay Thompson, Jimmy Butler. And as I said, the Lakers missed their way to an easy championship by not signing this guy and trying to go after Kawhi. Because if you look at the Lakers, what is the thing that everybody said that they needed the most? Oh, a 3 and D guy. And the only reason why Butler's three numbers and his shooting percentage is down is because, like you just said, he doesn't have to score 40 points. He can have a cool 20 like he did last night and still get a win. There, there's something to say to that. And the thing is that makes it so beautiful, and if you you were listening to the commentation, Doris Burke and Mike, they, they said at the nine-minute mark in the fourth quarter, why is Jimmy not on the floor? And as soon as they said that, do you know who impacted the game the last, I'd say, 10 minutes? 
including that overtime the most? It'd be Jimmy Butler when he took the pump fake sidestep three to put th- to put them up? Or is it the and one basket that he got in overtime? He played also in key possessions when Tatum tried to take a three and airballed it. Jimmy may not have the numbers, but he has the play. He genuinely loves the game. He loves his guys. And I, I mean, I haven't seen something like this. The, he plays the game like it's a pickup game. He'll allow his guys to miss. He'll go get the rebound, and he's giving it back to the shooters. Like, that is a, what is one thing that I think that Miami does best is they have the best feel for the game. Butler does not care. If he knows that you can shoot, he knows it's going to fall sooner or later. And that was the issue with them last night. Duncan got hurt. Ironically, he I mean, he didn't get hurt. He got in foul trouble, but ironically, he hit the first three. It, it, it happened. And that first three that he hit, it wasn't the first shot, first fall. No, it was the first shot he missed. Jimmy got the rebound and passed it back to him. That is the kind of leadership and play that is going to get you a championship. I also have an honorable mention. And I know everybody's talking about the band play because that was the that was a great play. But there is something that even I forgot amongst the crowd. And that's Goran Dragic. This guy is a former all-star. And he's playing at an all-star level. He has been amazing since these playoffs have started in the bubble, and I, I can't be happier about it. I told you guys, one thing that the Heat have over Boston is guard play. As you can tell, as I said from Kimba, Marcus Smart is not going to be hot the entire time. After Marcus Smart, and if you want to throw in Jalen Brown, you can, but I think that was just because he had wide open threes. They weren't really closing out like they need to. They're going to be okay. They're going. They're, they're, Boston's going to get outcoached. Boston's going to get outplayed. Like I said before, if you look at the box score and you look at what they're trying to do, they are trying to let Boston beat themselves. And I just wanted to say, as as far as Goran, honestly, I believe he might be. He, he's going to be the reason that they win a championship this year. He's going to be the reason they get to the finals. The way he controls the pace of the game, he's a pest on defense, and still, I think, one of the fastest on the court with the ball in his hands. It's a clear-cut reason as to why Miami has a great chance of winning a championship this year. The Los Angeles Clippers lost last night, and I don't know why everybody seems to be surprised. They were poorly assembled. All right, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this because, well, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna touch on it briefly. I remember as a kid, one thing old people used to say is they don't make them like they used to anymore. It's not as sturdy, or the quality is not as good. And sure, they had an an all star or two, but what does that really mean? How was the quality of players? Were they not suspect? I mean, Kawhi Leonard, notorious for injuries. Paul G, notorious for injuries. You have nothing but Kawhi Leonard and some coaches that have ever really achieved anything and been to the finals. All the other awards have been nothing but six-man awards. And it always seems like the Clippers got a six-man somewhere. They can't win, but got a six-man. Most people 
we'll be questioning, well, did Kawhi make the correct decision? Should he have been to the Clippers? Should he have chosen another organization? And I say no. Did Balmer make the correct decision? And I can sit here and say, hey, you know, they've sucked for a long time. They've always sucked and they will continue to suck. But I don't believe that that is the truth. I believe the truth is in not Balmer, not Lawrence Frank, but Doc Rivers. The only person that is still remaining from the last debacle that was the Clippers. In fact, you guys took the president's job from him. Because he had too much control and it was too much. You have this man that has had top 10 talent for a number of years and could not get it done. I think it is time for possibly Mark Jackson. For possibly Ty Lue. I think it is time for there to be a coaching change in Clipperland. Now, I'm not much of a Clipper supporter. I don't care for the Clippers. I'm all about the heat. But I do care about basketball and basketball's best players. And I do believe that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, at the end of the day, made the wrong decision as well as did Bomber. So it is at fault of all parties. As for the finals, I do believe that the Lakers are going to beat Denver. I, I believe it'll be probably in five. The reason why... LeBron and AD, yes, that's a big thing. But you have Jamal Murray and you have Paul Millsap. That's cool. But we have veterans too. The thing that I've been saying, I said the word versatile. I I guess they didn't understand what I meant by versatile. See, like you had a team like Houston. They were able to go small ball and still say big. And now you're going against a team like Denver, who's a bigger squad. You can go big or small. Same thing with Miami. Miami can do the same thing. They can go big or they can go small. And that's why they gave Boston problems yesterday. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is your hoop ball cast for today as far as the Heat Nation-wise. The game is slated for Thursday at 7 p.m., so you best be there. Go ahead and hop on Twitter. Follow me at JoeStro17, that is J-O-S-T-R-O-17, and Hoopball Heat. We stay in the game and tweet during the game. It's a lot of fun. We have a ton of fun, actually. It's a little more fun than than some should be having. I'm going to keep you updated on all the latest on everything that is Heatball. Heat Nation. I am out. This is your host with the most, Joe Stroh. Stay safe, America. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.